If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today I talked to Peter Voss and Sam Millman. They wrote and directed a movie called Laid in America that I am in. So I'm happy to talk about it. It was distributed or produced by uh, also Universal, which is pretty big, pretty cool. And they have a new podcast called Cinema Boys. Cinema Boys, not Cinnamon Boys. It's a totally different podcast. Cinema Boys. Just the way you say it. How can you not say Cinnamon Boys when you say Cinema Boys? Uh, but I'm in it. I'm in Cinema Boys, not Cinnamon Boys. But if there's a Cinnamon Boys podcast out there, happy to be on it. Uh, we, uh, I won't mention um, which episode I'm in because it'll spoil which movie it is. But we talk and then we watch a movie. We kind of like revisit a movie, maybe for the first time. Uh, the one that I saw, I've seen many times. I saw it originally. I saw it in the theater because I'm of that age that I saw it, and uh, it was cool to revisit it. And then we talk about it and uh, kind of break it down. So if you're a comedy fan or a movie fan, uh, check that out. I uh, had a really good show at Flappers in Burbank. Uh, every time I go back, it, it's uh, always better and better. Uh, it's mostly because the people are great. The room is great. I did the. Yuhu room. There's a main room that I've done before, and there's a Yuhu room that's a little more intimate. Uh, so no matter how many people in there, it seems like there's a lot of people. Whitney Cummings was on the lineup, which was cool. I mean, I would have liked uh, to see Whitney Cummings, but you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if she if she can make it, you know, she can. If she can't, you know, whatever. She's pretty popular and busy, but that would have been cool. Uh, but the one thing that happened. I, that I, I don't know why, I know he's going to care. So I'm kind of going over jokes in my head. And I'm, you know, it's been only a little over a year since I've been doing, as far as comedy stand-up. I'm not, I'm not great at it. I'm not even good at it. But I'm okay for where I'm at. I think people assume that I've been doing it for longer only because I've had so many years of like improv and sketch and just basic performance and like storytelling. But as far as stand-up, it's like not, I, I know it's not, where it should be, but it's where it should be for this amount of time. So I think I even had a little more time than I thought. So I was like reworking some jokes and, you know, my face is, and I'm, it's right from I'm going to go on. So I'm kind of like, okay, I'll move this here. Move this. And then there was somebody else that was on the lineup, really nice guy. He did not mean any harm, but you know, it's like right from I'm going to go on. He's like, just breathe, man. And I'm like, I don't want to hear your voice in my head before I go up there. Like even before I do, um, I'm going to go do a show. I don't listen to any podcasts. Uh, I don't listen to any, like, talk radio. I don't want to hear any talk. I just want to hear music before I go on. Of course, if I'm there and somebody's like, oh, I have, you know, have a good break a leg or have a good show, that's fine. But I don't want to hear any advice or you're talking about – because he already went on, so he's good. You know, he's done. Um, But I I just – I don't know. I don't want to hear any noise before I go on there. So that kind of irked me at the most. 
Uh, I don't do that to people. And I just, uh, you know, I don't want, it's, you know what? It's like, just breathe, man. Is like, you know, when somebody tells, you know, I'm sure people's like, you know, smile more or like things where you're kind of imparting like what you think people should do. Let just people be who they are right then and there. They don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear just breathe uh, unless you really need to hear it. Then by all means, just breathe like right now. I don't know if you're commuting or you're working out or you're just you're just staring into the void, which I do a lot. But uh, yeah, just breathe if you want to. If you don't, then don't. Uh, but it was uh, all in all, it was a good show. Um, I am planning uh, a trip in uh, October. I'm going to Berlin and Prague and uh, Copenhagen, and I'm checking out. I'm really into urban exploration. Urbex, I guess, is the the term, which I only really found out that term like maybe like a month or two ago. Uh, but I'm, you know, checking out I have some things playing like abandoned, there's an abandoned, uh, mall, I think. And then, uh, some other abandoned things, a lot of abandoned things, uh, in Berlin, especially it's abandoned things, you know, everywhere, but especially in, in those areas, Berlin, uh, especially. And then, um, do a little David Bowie pilgrimage where he lived with Iggy Pop and where he recorded uh, a bunch of his albums, like I think low, he was like his Berlin, Berlin period, I guess. And, uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then also, I, I mean, if you're slight, slightest bit interested, I took a photo where the Beastie Boys took their photo for the Check Your Head album in Los Angeles, relatively close to where I live. I couldn't really replicate it because of cars and, and, and some other things, but it's pretty much right there. I mean, I'm like maybe like an inch or two to the left, uh, but it's the best I can do. But that's on my Instagram, instagram.com slash the Jason Horton, uh, I'm also uh, very excited to, I know I talk about the Ghost Town podcast, or just Ghost Town podcast, but for October, uh, it's Halloween, and for a podcast like Ghost Town, it needs to be special, and uh, my co-host Rebecca and I have something very special planned, very, I don't know how it's going to go, but I know it's going to be good, and it's going to be different, and we're very excited we're dumping some money into it. Uh, so it'll be a, a, like a couple of episode or for that. So you might want to go check out Ghost Town podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or where, wherever you get podcasts and make sure to follow it on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or, or wherever. So make sure to check that out. And uh, if you want to see more urban exploration, abandoned stuff, haunted stuff, um, Instagram.com slash ghost town pod to check that out uh i'm also listen i'm still rocking the contact lenses i used to before simple contacts i was only glasses i had given up on contact lenses but simple contacts has given me the option sometimes i don't know if i look i don't look any cooler without glasses but sometimes i just want to wear contacts you know sometimes you know i I have to take my glasses on and off depending on where i'm at or what I'm, i'm reading or you know, if I'm watching TV and sometimes just having the contacts, like I'm good and simple contacts continues to make it easy for me. There's a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Anywhere. I did it. It was just so easy. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. You can, uh, they'll give you a vision test. The simple contacts vision test is self-guided and it takes about five minutes and it did for me was easy. Like, I, that's the most important thing. Is it easy? Is it convenient? Yes. Great. 
Think how much time you save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off, or parking, which is my least favorite thing. Uh, it's designed by doctors and licensed ophthalmologists. They review every test carefully to make sure your eyes look healthy and your vision hasn't changed. Simple Contacts is all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you never have to shop around to find lenses at the best price. I have an astigmatism. I have very specific uh, contact lenses that I really enjoy, and Simple Contacts has them. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 4,500 times on the App Store. You can text the support team and get to speak with the person. No robots. No bots. J- just humans. Uh, the vision test is only $20. Compare that with an appointment with, without insurance can cost up to $200. The contacts lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, get $20 off your first order. Just go to simplecontacts.com slash friends20 or put friends20 in the promo code. Also, this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. They only test your current prescription to make sure that you see 2020 and renew that prescription. So they just make sure your current one is good. It's not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. For $20 off, go to simplecontacts.com slash friends20 or put friends20 in the promo code. All right, let's get into my conversation with Peter and Sam. You know what I was thinking? Um, where I met you guys. Was it through YouTube? Where did we meet? Uh, it, probably was it through like, it wasn't through like Awkward Kids, was it? Maybe the Awkward Kids. Oh, yeah. Or the Clunes, maybe. Oh. They're, they're kind of like a, they're kind of like a matriarch. I feel like they <laughs> would, they would I'd connect I'd say patriarch, us. but they're more matriarch. Yeah, yeah. If anything. Especially uh, Mitch. Uh, because you know what? It's the answer is never. It's never. Um, yeah, maybe we were digging those wells for charity. That's never how anyone means it, right? It's not always, in L.A. No, it's always like. I mean, we're at that mixer, like that, that networking mixer, that YouTube space, VidCon. <laughs> yeah, and we like I don't know, like exchange LinkedIn's, and then like <laughs> here we are, just making lateral moves right into the future. We were at this brunch. Yeah, we're this, at this new br- brunch spot. Yeah, I remember I ordered avocado toast. Right, and I was like. I want avocado toast. And I said, you can't get toast. That's extra carbs. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, then we bonded over that. Yeah. I think that's how we met. Avocado toast. Avocado toast. Yeah. I'll go with that. Brunch. Uh, how did you guys meet? We met in high school in a TV class. Our high school had a, a TV channel. Yeah. Yeah. They broadcasted on there. And we made a short film together for our final project. And we're like, oh, all right, you know. I was like, this Sam guy's kind of funny, and Sam was like, this Peter guy's kind of funny. You or at least know, we you had don't this... know that we assumed we said that about each right, other. Right, right. We just had this similar sense. And of where was humor. this? Where was this? In high school, outside of in, uh, in, in, in high school, Jason. I said, yeah, high school, United States. The high States. school that I go to is the only city in the world. Uh, northwest suburbs of Chicago, Glenview. Glenview, okay. Glenbrook South High School. Okay. What's was... that known for? Patrick Stump. Lead singer of Fall Out Boy. Went to our oh. high school. He's very, very famous. And the creator of Modern Family. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. And I'm, his, I can't remember his name right now, but yes. If he's listening and you feel like you want to get cast on that show, I just lost it, yeah. my opportunity. You just blew it. There are also rumors that like someone from Styx went to our high school. The band Styx. Could be. Yeah. Heard that once. It was a Tommy Shaw. I know the name is Tommy Shaw. Dennis G- DeYoung. Yeah, Jay, 
I think there's also JY. There's some guy named JY. Tennessee, who's in Sticks? Sticks. Is it a movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a band. They sing Mr. Roboto and Come Sail Away and Too Much Time on My Hands. And I love Sticks. Yeah. Did you know that? I love uh, Sticks. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, unless I heard the music, I wouldn't know. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Oh, it's a Latin American band? <laughs> that's close enough. Yeah. I said that's close enough. I'll we'll go with that. So when you guys were in there, were you guys do those kind of, uh, I didn't do that. In, I mean, I pretty much just got beat up in high school, so I didn't do any of that. Uh, did, were you guys in the TV club? Were you guys like, oh, yeah, like I love movies. Like what TV shows? Do you, were you like those kind of like, that, like critical I, of like? I was never like that, but I, I did think our class was full of nerds. I think we bonded because we weren't like that. I think we... <laughs> We're more just like making fun of everything rather than like kind of being more pretentious, how like a lot of film students are. Um, and we just, I don't know, we bonded over things like the Chicago Bulls and the Backstreet Boys, stuff like that, you know? Like, right, every, so like every high school. You guys, boy had, you guys had, you, you guys had like levels, you know what I mean? We're into different stuff than just nerdy movie stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't consider that. I mean, I feel like I'm a bit nerdier per se, but. I don't associate with that group. Of <laughs> I wouldn't dare associate with the nerds. I mean, my favorite movies are Lord of the Rings, so that's kind of nerdy. Yeah. But that you know, yeah, no, we we weren't like super film geeks. I think we were. We just liked making funny stuff. And so, what was your? Did you guys after high? Were you like, we got to go to L.A. Like, when's that story come? <laughs> yeah. Well, we we went to separate colleges, and then we kind of decided. I think towards the end of the college, we we didn't even really talk about it that much. I think we just kind of like assumed. We started making stuff together, like throughout college, and then. Did you guys go to the same college? No, no different colleges. Different. I and stayed then, in Chicago. I went yeah. to college. Did okay, yeah. Just just college. college. Yeah, college. <laughs> you went to high school. High school went to and high college. school. So you stayed local, like kind of in the yeah. Chicago suburbs. And where'd yeah. you go? Uh, my freshman year, I went to University of Miami in Florida, but then I transferred to University of Iowa, which what? is, a, you know, a logical progression. Yeah. What, what, it was, it was that circumstantial or did they have things that you wanted? It, it, it was a little bit. I definitely, uh, I don't know. I wasn't really feeling myself in Miami. I had an ex-girlfriend and that was still in high school. It's always a girl, right? Made some bad decisions, but you know what? It ended up working out great. I had a great time at Iowa. Did you get pregnant? No. Okay. No, I, I, I lucked out on that you one. You ever meet Pitbull when you were in Miami? I wish. Yeah. No. He's my favorite. Mr. 305? Uh, Mr. 305. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide? Yeah. Mr. 305? <laughs> no, I wish. But Iowa was a great time, and I didn't really learn anything about film there, although I did study cinema there. But yeah. I learned about people, and that's what you need to know. But do you really? No. Yeah, do you really? Well, so then what, yeah. then what happened? Like, how do you guys like, decide? Like, how does the L.A. thing happen? I was always planning on going to L.A., and I, it was going to be pretty immediate, like, after... Well, it was it was a few months after graduating college, but I just, like, told my parents, and, hey, I'm going to L.A., and they were not thrilled. What was your degree in? <laughs> I have uh, a bachelor in film with a... I didn't finish the directing concentration. I had one more class left, but what? it would have been a. I know. And I allow you to yeah, direct with me? Yeah, there's here? My God. I know. Jeez. You don't even know what a Dutch angle is, do you? Who uses Dutch angles? J.J. J. Abrams? <laughs> well, he's pretty successful. 
So were your parents just like, oh, so, well, I mean, I guess I could see your degrees in film, so they're probably like, well, I guess what They were mean? expecting it, I just yeah. think, when I dropped the news. Because when I told them, I think it was like a month later, I was already on my way, and Peter. Did you guys move out together? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. So you had that kind of... Uh, yeah. Definitely made it easier. Two unemployed people together is better than just exactly. one. Yeah, It almost <laughs> makes one employed person, but not yeah, But not really. at all. It's double the debt. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and one of my friends from college also moved out, so there was three unemployed people oh, together. Okay. Except he had a job. He was working like he was working at an editing company, I think. What area did you move to first? Mid Wilshire. Oh. Yeah. We had a decent place. Yeah. It was a two bedroom but three people. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, our other roommate lived in the living room and he made a little nook for himself. We had a really fancy like sheet divider yeah. thing which attracted a lot of women to our apartment oh yeah we yeah. didn't even have to do anything they just like could sense it on us that we did yeah. something like that <laughs> they were just like baby take my you know american express black card and like do whatever because you got that sheet in the middle i know you're going places it was an expensive sheet yeah. oh was, was it like a what threat count was it like we were talking two three hundred well, we got it. gotta be at least a thousand what <laughs> yes or sixty nine hundred i don't know, I, don't know. I, I could see through it so it probably wasn't that high <laughs> no I could just see yeah, Kyle you could, see, you could see through it. <laughs> but did you have like a plan? Because you know, like, did you come out, like, did you have a plan? Like, oh, here's what we got to do, or did you just get here and be like, what mm. do we do? Well, I had heard some like from some of my friends that lived out here. They were like, you just need to move out here and do it. Like, because I was like, should I wait till I have a job first? And they were like, just come out here and you'll figure it out. Yeah. And that's kind of a, yeah. I mean, I think it took a while to decide for myself at least that directing was what I wanted to do because. I, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be an editor. Like, I like editing. But I was always directing things. I didn't just realize that I was directing. I was, like, making stuff. But, I, you know, when you actually put a label on it, you're like, oh, yeah, I've been directing things. Like, Sam's been directing things. Like, that's what we've been doing. So, But it's a very hard thing to get into unless you just start doing it. So how did you meet people? Hmm. How do we meet people? Well, we started a YouTube channel right when yeah. we moved out to L.A. That's kind of when we put up our first, like, sketches. Uh, I started meeting people through like VidCon. I had a series. Actually, I think this is maybe where I, maybe this is how we uh, met. Actually, got to the bottom. The series of it. called "A Guy Walks Into a Bar." Oh yeah, and you were in that. Yes, I was in that. Yeah, me and my friend, my Italian friend Nino. Yeah, had that series. Nino Buzz. Yeah, Nino and Buzz. I see him on on Facebook, and I was like, I don't know if the because he talks in the also in the third person in his yes, Facebook post. Yes. So I don't know if that's just his company or his name or what's it's, going on. It's very it's strange. Everything. I'm not sure, but it's my favorite thing ever. Nino um, Buzz is. Uh. So what's interesting, like kind of a, like kind of when I, people ask for an example of like what is a successful video, I I mention that video not necessarily because of what's in it, but the way it kind of transcends any groups or uh, uh, demographics because that that video is like a video that like my friends, brothers, roommates, uncle will be like well show him the video and then it'll get back. He's like, Oh, that's my friend is in that video. Mm. That's a video that's, that I feel like is kind of, and that is what makes a viral video. I mean, it went really, uh, and I guess it speaks to people. I mean, it was funny. It wasn't, it's not really my humor necessarily where it was like, Oh, this is so funny, but it's like kind of video. Like, whereas like other successful, like maybe like Jenna marbles, how she kind of, well, you didn't have to be in the YouTube world to like, get access to her stuff just it ended up in front of everybody so that was like one of those videos yeah yeah and i remember it was getting like 
ripped off a lot. Like it, yeah. on Facebook, oh, yeah. it has so many views, and none of those were from like anything we posted. And yeah. the YouTube has a couple of million views, I think. But yeah, I was seeing it a lot because like people that I knew were posting it, not knowing that I made it. Which one was yours? Uh, Ma- Magic, Magic Apples. Apples. Magic Apples. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, Brad Williams and Jason Serino. Yeah, and uh, Adam Ray. And Adam Ray was yeah, a bartender. Yeah. 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 So that was, the, yeah, that's, that was his big break, you know what I mean? That was a big one. That was, that was the biggest uh, of the videos we did. Yeah. yeah. I was happy to be, uh, yeah, it was cool to be, but I just, did, I didn't, re- you know, when you're making videos and you're kind of like seeing like, oh, it was, just, it was like one of those things I didn't realize it was su- su- successful because I didn't have access to it mm-hmm. until people, random people sh- would send it to me and show it to me or call me up to tell me about it and like friends of friends of family uh and i was like that's i wish you know i you know i wish i had like my like youtube channel like tattooed in my face at the time mm-hmm. that'd be good right well that's the, that's the <laughs> weird thing about making you know videos online is like when do you actually feel that success it's not like you're a stand-up comic and like yeah. you get a reaction from the crowd yeah, sure or like you're you know sitting in a theater people are watching your stuff like you're just looking at numbers and comments so like where is that gratification like when do you decide like yeah i've made it maybe when google writes you a check i don't know but I mean, you, you do like that. stand up and all other stuff. So do, how does it? How do you compare? Like, well, I mean, I I came from like uh, doing. Uh, I mean, I've been doing stand up for the last year. It's very new to me. But I was doing uh, sketch and improv for you know, eleven, twelve years previous. So yeah, that is that instant reaction. But you know, it's that thing of like, oh wow, it's like, you know, you get to perform in front of like twenty five people, fifty, whatever amount of people, and then you're like, oh wait, you know, X amount of million people saw me in like one video. It's a very sexy thing. It's very exciting to like uh, be part of that. It kind of it's, and that's kind of what happened with me. It's like I was, if I didn't have a good commercial edition or had a bad improv show, that was the source of my happiness. So then YouTube was just like, oh, cool. I can kind of like sort of control that. You know what I mean? You kind of control that destiny or that narrative a little bit by disabling comments. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that wasn't on bed. Uh, bed weather films though. That video, right? No, that, that was, was just Galaxy New Bar was like its own series. <sighs> But see, that was that was. You had that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that that series got quite a bit of views. Yeah. But that was a one way that networking was really strong because we shot a first season of it with not a lot of um, known actors in it, but we had a nice product. So when we did seasons two, and you were in the third season, yeah. we did. It was. So you went big guns with me, right? Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was our big season. Yeah, yeah, where we we were able to pull like bigger people yeah. because we had stuff to show people and yeah. we're like oh this is the first season and then people would watch it and they're like oh that's great so we were able to reach out to people like in the groundlings and like people on youtube and like performers like you and that was one way that we were able to network and i still work with and talk to a lot of people there and a lot of them have been in salmonized stuff with bad weather um what's the thing is like yeah. you like you know you can people there's a lot of people like hey do you want to do this thing take my word for it it's good right you know but when you can show somebody you can sh- they can actually see the content, and then you could like show like the number. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very transparent, and and you can really turn people on to. Like, yeah, I mean, the, it's just like yeah, the production quality is like super helpful too because people yeah, can we, trust it. Yeah, yeah, it's like we couldn't really pay people, but it's like eh, it could put you in something that looks all right. You know, it'll be funny. So it's that was wor- kind yeah, of it's the worth- payoff. People always ask me like about like when I do a lot of YouTube, it's like, how do you get so many girls in your videos? You know, it's like one, well, you live in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> but if you do something that's like is is actually going to come out and is high quality and people are going to see, um, people are willing to people are willing to work for free for the most part, you know. And we've all worked for free, you know. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so you know a lot of porn stars, huh? I'm out of that game. All right, whatever. What I'm got out. you out? 
Uh, you know what? Honestly, like there was no, it was, they were like really great. They were all cool. It was very, very interesting. I think I just hit like a, where I was like, this isn't really, doesn't really rep kind of, a, doesn't represent me. Not that I wouldn't do like if, you know, it was a, a porn star wanted to be on, on, on the show, I would definitely do it. Uh, but it's not a thing. I don't want to make that. I don't know. It's weird. You know, <laughs> my I, wife didn't, my wife was actually really cool. Well, she was my wife. Uh, then she was, uh, actually relatively cool with it. I mean, I did have some of them like would like text me at like three in the morning so, thinking about you i don't know the and food. i don't want to get into you know they what just I mean? said you up yeah like yeah you know what i mean uh it was it was uh it was pre you up i think no was it pre you up i, mean, I you can't up is say always tough to it, but it'd be like it would be you up it'd be like three in the afternoon it's like yeah i'm up <laughs> three in the <laughs> oh. afternoon uh, i thought you were talking about three in the morning no no it's three in the afternoon you up ah, all right all right that's how hot i am you know what yeah, I, mean? yeah. I can't wait <laughs> you want them to wait another 12 hours <laughs> for this somebody does a podcast get you me crazy now. hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Uh, so as, uh, when did you, like when you were doing Bad Weather, when did you, were like, oh, this is like successful? Um, or did that it? ever happen? Well, I don't know no, if that's no. ever happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the first bit, I was like, oh, we should keep going. Uh, probably when we got, uh, what, with break. That, oh, was break, break media! That that we got a break with break. Break with break. One of our videos was like featured on there. Yeah, that was like yeah, pretty early on. Yeah, but I think not till um, well, we had a video called White Boy Problems, which kind of was our first like taste at something going viral. Like I don't know, got like hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand views, and like people were like you were saying, people were like sharing it that we knew that kind of didn't mm-hmm. know it was our video. I was like, oh okay, people have seen it, but then we, uh. Probably not until we got on the show Internet Icon, which was oh, like yeah. that Yam Yam yeah. F show with yeah. Ryan Higa. That's the Clunes. The Clunes. Yeah, Clunes. that's Megan. Megan Batoon. Yeah, I remember that. Matthias. A lot I of actually people. was supposed to do that, but I I was gonna go. I had like I was flying somewhere, and then there was because I think like, Chester C was involved. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think there was a, a confusion of whether I could do it or not because I couldn't be there one of the days. But it turned out I could have done. It was weird. It was a strange thing. Could have changed the course of our history. I mean, yeah. Oh I my mean, God. Who, who, out of all the internet icon people, who is like the most successful? Matthias has done very well. Yeah, probably yeah, YouTube, YouTube wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's millions of views every video he's putting out. Yeah. Um, but Patoon's done She's great. very yeah. well. I did a Ford thing, the Ford Fiesta movement with her. Yeah. Um, Clunes are Clunes, doing stuff for Clunes Comedy Central now. Yeah. They were on Ellen. And they were on Ellen. The Rydell brothers and Jewel yeah. Thief both made features. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of good. You know, who did the worst though? That's the best. Who did the probably worst? us? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> uh, we, we made it. We made it to the finals of that show. But that when it aired, it just you know the show got like millions of views. So that really helped our fan base grow. 
And then we started doing fake movie trailers and a couple of those kind of got bigger views for us. So I guess those are kind of our, our biggest videos were those trailers. We did Rainbow Man with Logan Paul a okay. few years ago. And yeah. so that one's still uh, bringing in views. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we feel like we've made it yet. Is um, YouTube still like a thing for you guys? We want it to be. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's, it's uh, love hate. Yeah, in relation. We want to keep putting stuff out, but you know, at the end of the day, it's taking the time to make that video. You know, um, cast it, edit it, do everything. And shoot you don't it, know what the stuff. result's gonna be. Exactly, and then it's like, yeah, hundred views. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, if we're a getting more, like a little more. Yeah, if we're getting like hundred thousand views a sketch, you yeah, know, we definitely would be sure. pumping them out. But we. Um, we always viewed it as like a stepping stone for bigger projects. And then we got, uh, late in America, the feature, right. That's what I was going to get and kind of, yeah. Into. Yeah. Well like that, yeah. I think when we got that, we kind of like took time off from YouTube and then trying to jump back in a few times. It's just not the same once you, once you stop doing it for a while. So how did that kind of come, come about? Cause that was a pretty, pretty, I consider a big thing. Yeah. Um, that came from our YouTube channel. Uh, we had a producer see some of our stuff and some of these fake trailers. He, yeah, he thought one of our fake trailers was a real movie. And yeah, and we had... Scarface 2. <laughs> we had to break to him that Scarface 2 was, was not actually a real movie, but we could make a movie. And so he wanted us to write and direct like a feature starring YouTubers. Had it, you had written a feature at this point? Yeah, we had. I think and, we'd written two at this point. Yeah, and it, it was the... It was... It, it was like a perfect moment for everything that came together because YouTube was in a space of uh, having um, the stars on that platform star in movies, you know. And so this producer saw an opportunity there, and that was the stipulation that, you know, we can make the movie we want to make, but it has to star, like, at least a couple of YouTubers. It's got to have some influencers in influencers. Guys, guys listen, right. okay? <laughs> Bubby, listen. Got to have the influencers. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me of a sketch we did with you uh script coverage where we're you're yeah. giving us advice yeah. on a on a script we have and we have really offensive uh yeah descriptions of people should we pull that video <laughs> i haven't seen it i wonder like just go back and be like i don't know we have we have uh pulled videos i i, I, I private a few videos because, just in case you know i don't yeah. want to listen i'm not here to i don't want to call i'm do no harm you know people are too sensitive these days yeah yeah whatever but we've still had to pull some videos uh, so did, did you have the idea for Late in America like ready to go or was it like a fresh concept when you, you got the opportunity? Yeah, we had like a general idea that kind of once we got it and like started developing People it, like changed. have sex? Is that, is that the idea? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty well, the, much. the initial idea we, we pitched was uh, it was called Foreign Exchange and it was about two uh, foreign exchange high school kids that get kidnapped on their last night in America. And the movie still is that, but, you know, with other influences, the idea was flipped to make it a little sexier, a little more sellable to we them had to, losing we had their to, virginity. With the budget yeah. we, were, we had, we had to eliminate some of the action sequences of, like, stealing a meth lab yeah. van, Breaking Bad style. Well, we had to twist the whole narrative to it to be about these guys trying to lose their virginity on their last night in America. Which is like, a, you know, it's like a classic... Story, relatable right. story that's yeah. never ever ever going to change. Yeah, no matter. Even though like the eight, yeah, I guess American Pie brought that back. I would mm-hmm. say. I mean, I'm not like a movie American expert. American Pie, super bad. Yeah, it's similar. Um, so you know, we t- you know that was like also like not totally in our control, but we hadn't written the script yet. So once we got the two leads kind of attached, then we wrote it with them in mind to oh, play. So, the okay, leads. so 
that's a is that a benefit do you think having them or it, it was for us for sure because neither of them were actors i mean we were very aware of like having youtubers yeah. being the leads of this that they're pretty good though they're great i think oh, they're really great. Good, yeah. we thought yeah. they did a great job I, but I, yeah casper yeah, uh, i knew pre- previous mm-hmm. a little bit he was a really cool dude which is not how quickly south they could go with having you know non-actors sure. lead a movie so having people we found funny and then writing to their voice was extremely helpful and they could kind of be themselves it wasn't a stretch because some movies have um these influencer movies like that are dramas uh have 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 the youtubers that 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 have never done dramatic work or any acting work so not a good combo it's like uh, do the brakes work in this car i don't know but the paint's good you know what i mean (laughs) like it's like (laughs) we might crash and die but you know what we got yeah, a really slick paint job. <laughs> yeah, and then just surrounding them with traditional actors, yeah. and that yeah, was some, like pretty. Big, I mean, I consider like uh, big, big name was Bobby a- Lee was Angela in Kinsey. Angela Kinsey, mm-hmm. Jason Horton, and Tennessee Luke were both. in Yeah, it. yeah, the, the heavy hitters. You know what I <laughs> mean? Let's bring out uh, one of the stars of Late America, Tennessee Luke. <laughs> so I was thinking, how did you get the contract? Did you just write the play and then submit, and then a producer? came up well we had a producer involved from the beginning uh, max right max yeah and in uh there were investors involved and they you know wanted to see the script and everything and kind of talk to us beforehand but uh yeah we were dealing basically with the producer max for the most for the most part he came to us we wrote once once we had the lead actors attached we kind of pitched them on the idea of how the long movie. did it take to write i'm just out of curiosity how long did it take to write oh there's like an outlining stage that probably takes a couple us a couple of weeks and then we go pretty thorough into the outline and then the scenes are usually uh, probably like a month it took we worked fast it probably took us a month to write but then there's a lot of rewrites we could check the email logs <laughs> yeah but it was pre- it was quick because yeah. that was in the fall of uh it's been a bit 2014 and we we're shooting may of 2015 so yeah we probably we wrote, thought we were going to yeah. shoot sooner though we had to be we thought we were going to be shooting february and then the money wasn't coming in yet it's probably about two months that we that we put it together yeah uh so like you guys directed together right from what i remember yeah, yeah. Um, was that like because when i like i like i look at like movie trailers or whatever and it shows two directors i get nervous like the movie's not going to be good. Do you know what I mean? Like if there are two or three directors, or if something has like eight writers for a the script. The writers, right. that makes me Is that more, worried. okay, then I, maybe I don't know. You know, well, if, if it's, it's like a traditional, like the Russo brothers or whatever. Well, if it's like, I think if it's like a directing team and they're yeah. always directing together. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's like, I don't know, I guess we just have like similar tastes and similar sense of humors. And there's never really been a conflict with us directing stuff together. We kind of usually see the same things and know when something's off and, you know how to communicate that to the either the DP or the actors, or and you get all your bases covered. I'm sure you know. It's it's, one, it's much know. better having you know yeah. two sets of eyes looking at everything because if you're by yourself, you can miss stuff sometimes. It's not like too many cooks in the kitchen type thing. No, I don't think so. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's then when I see like a lot of writers on one script. Yeah, yeah, that that just means yeah that script has gone through so many changes that the studio is brought bringing in okay. the next writer, and then you could. Um, if you're looking at credits, kind of interesting. If you see and written out, that means that the writers did not work together. And if you see the symbol for and, 
that means they work together on it. Okay. So you, when you see a lot of writers on one script, it'll be probably like written out and, 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 and then the symbol you'll see maybe if there's even more writers and they work together. Conspiracy. So, yeah. I think that's another um, advantage that we're having as well as we write together. So a lot of the directing decisions are kind of made when we're writing it because we know what the scene is and we know how it needs to go, like, you know, transition to the next so you're scene. So you're both there from, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the letter number one to the final, right. like, edit. It's a different, it would be a different thing if, like, we didn't really know each other that well and then someone just gives us a script and, of course, we probably have different opinions, but if we're, like, creating it from the beginning, we're, like, on the same page. So what was, uh, when it was, what are the, like, was there expectations, like, when it was done, did you have, expect like, uh, what's next or, like, what? We just assumed we were going to go with the strategy of selling digitally straight to the KSI and Casper's fan base. And then uh, Universal got involved. Which is pretty Yeah, that was was amazing. Yeah, and they they picked it up and... Then dropped uh, it. (laughs) And dropped it. (laughs) And then uh, they made DVDs and and Blu-rays and put it in stores, which is really cool, but... Then they, what did they go to the 99 cent bin? Pretty, is that what they got? At Amoeba, it's like one ninety nine <laughs> right now. That's pretty good for Amoeba, though, for, for a DVD. I mean, the, Blu-ray, the Blu-ray is uh, cheaper. <laughs> well, instead of concentrating in the future on YouTube material, couldn't you put out feelers and start using energy to try and uh, capture another producer for another film? That's all. That's all part I'm of the, that's the process you, we're you in haven't right been now. Able to, have you like, piggybacked off that? Uh, when when it was coming out, yeah, we, we started having a lot of interviews, but for like the same scripts, like the high school uh, sex comedy ones. Starring YouTubers. Starring YouTubers, yeah. and we didn't really want to do that. I mean, I don't think George Lucas really cared when he was making more. Yeah, movies, look right? what, we he messed like, up. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going to make a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done the next one just all on green screen. Now that would have been our pitch, our high school. So you didn't one. want. So you just didn't want to do the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. We didn't want to. We still like interviewed for them, and uh, I think ultimately it didn't work out. But well, we we also want to make stuff that we write. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, we have. I mean, we have a lot of scripts right now, and and we're in the process of trying to get another feature going. But it's you know you gotta convince someone to give you yeah, their end money. Yeah. The day so. you still need that that money. But you've done. I mean, you know, think about the amount of people that come out here or don't come out here that write scripts to actually get something made at all. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, a sketch on YouTube or anything, if it could be a Vine, well, not Vine, but you know what I mean, <laughs> or whatever. Um, an, you know, another sh- Instagram story, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes getting things, like, done and made is, like, a very a very small percentage, actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, we could just retire right now, and we, well, at least we had made one movie. Yeah. When, when you were thinking about the date of the movie, you were like, oh, what was that, like a year ago, a year and a half ago? Well, now that you like, think about it, it's like, yeah, it came out like two I years I do that all the time. Ago. I was like, I just, I mean, I just moved to Los Angeles. Oh, okay, so it's been a long time and I haven't done much. Well, no, it's good because, like, you, the natural progression is to uh, go from um, uni- movie for Universal to podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So you guys have a podcast now because that's the way you're like, we already did it. So this is the next level. Where some other people, they start with the podcast, then they make movies. Not no, you guys. No. Uh-uh. Reverse no, 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 no. Reverse it. You flip it. <laughs> hey, doing the podcast is like probably my favorite thing, though. Yeah, I think that's why. I mean, it's, I mean, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, you just sit around and talk. And people like listen. Yeah, that's and, the best part. And it's what's interesting is like you know uh, when 
you know, people can watch it like a, you know, a two, three, four minute video and they don't retain that, but if they listen to you for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour every week, that really gets inside their head. They know who you are. Yeah. Like, that guy is a douche. Yeah. Well, hopefully not, but. But. So then when you make the next movie. You already have the, I mean, you have they'll another go li- audience. Yeah, they'll go watch it. So what, so let's talk about the pod, let's talk about the podcast. The podcast is called Cinema Boys, and we have our other host with us. Tennessee. Tennessee can describe it better than Peter and yeah, I Tennessee, can. Yeah, Tennessee, what is our podcast about? Well, I was hoping, since this conversation just developed, that we would be about selling it to somebody for upscale money, which, after the sale, would lead to a production for a major movie. But we can't do that until, you know, you talk about what it's about, so we get those listeners. So, what we're going to talk about now is telling you what this next movie is going to be about, what movies we've seen in our past, and the scientific figures behind each Endeavor. So you you break down, you pick a movie, and then you <laughs> so, break it down. But Tennessee is saying, yeah, our podcast is called Cinema Boys, and Peter and I do that with Tennessee, and we do usually a popular movie that most people have seen, uh, one movie per per podcast, and uh, yeah, we just talk about it, and then uh, we watch it, we, we watch, watch it, it but we don't it. watch it like we're not podcasting. What we're not potting, potting is potting while official we're term? watching. So we do an intro. Then we go watch the movie, come back, and talk about it. Is that, did that movie hold up? Kind of like stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And much. most of it just uh, somehow or another. Do you, do you just watch Late in America over and over again? Yeah. That's it. It's to just try a, to sell those Blu-rays. It's just a huge plug yeah. and to sell Amoeba out. Yeah. We have our guests buy it on Amazon every time. Just we so make we them. We, we watch them make sure it goes through. But is, yeah. is it like doing a podcast compared to like all the prep work you've done for like something big like a movie or writing scripts? I mean, you're really stripping things down. Like you don't even need to wear pants. Yeah, we're not right now. Yeah. I mean, it, you just... It's just a bunch of microphones and your voices, and you can just... I mean, I don't know how much editing you do, but there's probably not a ton of editing, right? Uh, we for usually, your, like... Uh, trim the fat a little bit? Yeah, yeah we, little bit. We, we record for, like, an hour, yeah. and then it'll be, like, 35 minutes Yeah. after all. And the bonus on. stuff, what is that on? Uh, is that paywall? Is that, like, YouTube Red? Yeah, you gotta pay uh, it's Patreon. It's our month. Patreon. Yeah. One dollar. To get that bonus... Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I love it. Just like yeah, very like casual and yeah. I mean, here we are sitting in you know Sam's apartment. That's like we we do a lot of our stuffs out of our own apartments. So it's, it's like it's, it's, it's a low rent way to. Uh, it's just yeah, weird how people like love doing it, and it's the exact opposite. Maybe because of that, because you don't have to. Like I know when I have guests, uh, and they're like, oh, I don't have to wear like to have to shower, wear makeup. There's, there's no camera, so it's like... Uh, yeah. We, we tried the cameras for a little bit, but it was a lot of work. For what? Yeah. And there's there's some <laughs> discovery. I mean, I've had people tell me that you should have YouTube because it's a search engine and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, yeah, but also it's like, I'm not doing anything important. It's a lot of work for little results, I think, for us at least. And I think I, I might be one, on one of these episodes, right? Of Cinema Boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're definitely on that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Back so make sure. To the future. So make sure you. Uh, I mean, I was only like 36 when that came out. So, like, yeah. I have, I'm have trouble mem- uh, remembering it. But. Um, <laughs> uh, so, wait, so it's Cinema, Cinema Boys. You just Cinema Boys. It. You can find it on iTunes or pretty much any uh, 
podcast app that you got. That's Cinema Boys with an S, <laughs> not a Z. Awesome. So anything else going on that anyone should know about, or are we, look, are we looking at it? <laughs> no, you know, just if you want to check out our uh, Bad Weather films, you know, all our... Well, all our sketches are on there except a few that we pulled, so you won't be able to find those. Uh, listen, unless you hit that Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit that, hit that Patreon. We'll and send you all you, the inappropriate ones. Yeah, yeah we'll unlock the, that. The, basically, the incriminating ones. Yeah, and <laughs> that's you, worth three bucks. Yeah. Listen, and you get Tennessee nudes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, bad weather films, Instagram, YouTube. That's where we mainly live. And Late in I, America, check yeah. it out. iTunes, Amazon, <laughs> or just, just Amoeba. Amoeba, yeah, Amoeba, the Amoeba, two dollars, the, <laughs> the, the, the two dollar bin, cheaper than Amazon, probably. Yeah, it is. The bag and receipt probably cost. Me. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? I always, uh, when I go there, I put it in the front. <laughs> I find it and I put it in the front. <laughs> but it has been there before, unless it and just never moved. I've seen it like featured, so. But it's never been bought. But I mean, then. the thing is, the no. digital the digital version is the thing. You know, everybody. You know, yeah, that yeah. was. I think most people were probably buying that. And torrenting a lot of torrents on that. Most people were probably just yeah illegally downloading it. Yeah, there just was like a that variety ad. article about yeah. it. So you got that press? Yeah, that's all we wanted. Yeah. And KSI got very upset and made a video. And that's <laughs> that. That's that's what people do. They just make a video. Bring, bring.